Hi, Peter. Hello, Eli. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am well. I am excited for season two, episode five. Welcome back, everyone, to Avatar The First Viewing. This is the podcast where first-timer goes through and watches the show Avatar The Last Airbender alongside an Avatar expert. I am your expert, Eli. I am your Avatar newbie, Peter. And today, we watched a great episode. This one, I gotta say, I really like this episode. It was kind of a filler, but in a good way? Yeah, exactly. Like, I wasn't mad at it. Yeah, so this was season two, episode five. This one is called Avatar Day. Mm -hmm. uh, we always start off our episodes with a little bit of a recap from our resident newbie here, Peter. So, Peter, why don't you kick it off? Yep, yep. All right, I'll try my best. Help. I might need some help on this one because I, I watched, you watched it, it last week, right? I watched it a week ago. <laughs> Uh, right. so, but I scanned through it. So Aang Gang are flying through, uh, passing through this Earth Kingdom village that happens to be celebrating Avatar Day when they actually curse the Avatar because Kyoshi back in the day supposedly mm -hmm. killed their leader or something. So Aang has to like go on trial, like get locked up and then is put on trial while the other two go to – what's that other town called? Kyoshi Island. Yeah, Kyoshi Island to like figure out what happened. It's kind of a filler app, so they just kind of go through these antics to kind of technically prove how she couldn't have done it. But basically, the town people aren't reasonable anyway. A Fire Nation squad comes to invade them and Aang kicks their ass. So they decide to, yay, celebrate the Avatar now. Yeah. So that's kind of, you know, nice, pretty fun story. Uh, with a bow around it, but there was enough kind of revealed and shown about the Avatar world that, like, it was still, like, exciting. Yes, because we, we learned that Avatar Kiyoshi, she shows up herself. Yeah. Um, has this big dramatic reveal. She's very tall. Yeah. Very tall, very big feet. Yeah. And <laughs> that was a, they were very insistent on making that clear. It was tied into the plot. And I think that this is one of my – something I want to talk about later – but why I like this episode so much yeah. is that there's a ton of little parts about this episode that ties into the plot and what you're interested in watching the show. There's not a lot of – although this is – this whole episode is filler. Every little piece of information yeah. very satisfyingly comes back in meaningful ways. Yeah. And we learn that Avatar Kiyoshi, she, sho she shows up during the trial and says, it was me. Guilty as charged. Yep. I killed the emperor because the emperor was actually an asshole. Like a Napoleon was, syndrome. Yeah. Yeah. Dick. Well, it, again, tough to know. Same as the actual Napoleon because Napoleon was average height for his time. Yeah. Uh, but this emperor looked short compared to Kyoshi, but we found out that Kyoshi is really tall. Um, <laughs> yeah, but they definitely so, depicted him as like um, like a Lord Farquaad. Yeah. You know, like that mm, that type of vibe. Kind of goofy. Yeah. We found out he's being an asshole, and so Avatar Kyoshi is like, you know what? I am seceding from the Union. I am going to secede this entire island, That's the cause a best part massive of the earthquake, entire episode. and move the entire island out into the ocean. It was like uh, the mythos of yep. California is an island <laughs> separated, right? Yeah. Like that realized into the actual lore. Let, let's finish up the uh, – I have a lot, oh, man, a lot of thoughts, but uh, let, let's finish up the recap on the Zuko side, yeah. also very important. We see some character development with, with few words, but he's donned the blue spirit mask more and more, and we see him 
actively now stealing from like passerbys and like civilians. Yeah. Not only that, we see him get more and more greedy and aggressive mm-hmm. in his actions, um, stealing not just to eat but to eat lavishly. And mm-hmm. at, at towards the end of the episode, he's just like stealing like gold in China or something. And then ultimately, uh, he decides to part ways. And mm-hmm. and I think this is good. I think this is like this is where he'll really like do some self work. This is like yeah. him him like kind of knowing that he needs to. He has something to deal with, but that he needs to do it on his own. I actually kind of want to tie that straight into my freshman year thesis. Yeah, do uh, it. Because I got one, and uh-huh. it's not just for this episode. Like last season, I have one for this whole season. Oh, all right. What is it? Yep, yep. I said in epi- uh, episode one, I think, I said season one I remember. is about Katara. It's not about Aang. Season two is about Zuko. I it's fucking not about love Aang. it. I yeah. love it. He is the main character of the season, and I this is this is why this podcast was made, <laughs> so that you could say this, right? <laughs> like these types of things. <laughs> and I wanted to call it out now because that is probably going to become more obvious as the season progresses. But I was I was actually like I was reviewing some of our past episodes, and I remembered that I had that. Uh, theory about the past season i'm like oh this totally applies to this season because like especially right now the plot was moving in a very linear direction ever since like a couple episodes before the northern water trap invasion yeah and then it reached the point where they got to boomy and then it's like well you gotta go find your earthbending teacher and that it basically allows the end game to just do whatever antics whatever side yeah. episodes they want to do yeah well zuko is the one that you keep coming back to Ooh, to learn more and move the story forward. Bro, I love your brain, man. That's so true. <laughs> That's so true. It's it, it reminds me of like in the office, it's like, okay, like Michael Scott is, the is office. gonna be up to Okay, let me, <laughs> let me bring not it back. Think you were gonna compare it to that show. Okay, let, let me, me bring hear it back, you out. Let me hear you out. In the office, you're watching it the first couple seasons. Every episode, it's a sitcom, it's situational comedy, by definition something happens and the characters act accordingly. But one of the reasons that you keep watching the series is because Jim, Jim and Pam. That's the reason you keep watching is because that's actually developing and growing every episode. And Michael's definitely has his own thing with Jan, but that's like the serious actual character development that is consistently happening. Um, And that's what keeps you going. And I think that's what's happening in season two with Zuko. I love it. That's dude. Mm -hmm. I buy it. I buy it. And I, I I like shows that do this where you're not mad when they do uh, filler episodes because at the same time, as long as there's some sort of anchor that's moving the plot forward, yeah, you 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 would be happy to keep watching filler episodes. Yeah, and I and I think that's right. I think I liked what you said before, where um, yes, it was a filler in that the plot was self-contained and like wasn't actively developing the main like narrative. It doesn't feel like a filler like Japanese anime fillers feel like fillers because yeah, yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. Like actually nothing happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, Literally, yeah. It, it, it almost like it was like a fever dream. Like it could have like it might as well have happened in a like self-contained bubble like universe. I was thinking about that. Sorry to cut you off. But I was thinking yeah, about that works. recently of like what's great about shows like this is every episode you can think like, hey, we I, I like that episode. I'm going to watch that episode. Mm. There was there, like 80% of, of episodes in an anime. You would never say – Oh, I think I'm going to watch Attack on Titan season two, episode 
nine, yeah. which is three episodes Fuck. before the conflict happens. Dude, you know what I, I mean? never, I never There's thought no of it that There's no reason to go back and I know, just, I know. just oh, watch wow. that. Yeah, you're right. Because anime, the entire piece is an amazing masterpiece. Yeah. Art film, but like each an episode is like such a random unit of an yeah. anime. Yeah. It, it's such a sliver of it that like it's just it's honestly certain anime like Dragon Ball like an episode is like four tr- true scenes, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like like yeah. <laughs> That's why they have these arcs that last 13 episodes and you really don't get the full story. And no sort of satisfying yeah, beginning, I th- I middle, or end. The, oh, that's so yeah. true. I think the right unit of analysis for anime would be arc. Yeah. Uh, which is obvious. Like, I'm saying that like I'm smart, but like, <laughs> like, which is, yeah. An arc is like an album to me. And an anime exactly. is like an artist. You know, like, I'm, I'm, I'm talking musicians. But um, anyway, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, this episode, like you said, story was self-contained. But they drew from a lot and gave you a lot of, like, little Easter eggs of, like, lore mm-hmm. and nuggets of wisdom. Yeah. Like, it developed the universe, even if it didn't develop the uh, the main plot lines, and I think that's why it felt rewarding still, and like you didn't feel cheated as an audience. I, I yeah. so I will say for the content nerds out there, like the the <laughs> commercial side and the business side of it, like in Japan, that's mostly driven by how Japanese production works, where they like to produce an episode, like fifty two episodes, like one a week for the entire mm-hmm. year. So filler episodes happen when like the A team are like taking break and yeah. on vacation <laughs> so that like the writers and the animators like that's why with Japanese anime like fillers like the production is different like you know like right. the, the scoring yeah, yeah. is different like mm-hmm. the animation quality is different um mm-hmm. but like that's not necessarily true of Nickelodeon Avatar yeah. um where it's more a function of like you got to mix in like rating considerations and like it's mm-hmm on a kid's network and a kid's slotted time slot. So, like, you have to provide some sort of repeatability, like you're saying. Exactly. And some sort of, like, you don't have to have been a fan to enjoy this episode if you're just, like, a kid that's tuning in at 4 p.m. Shall we we talk about our favorite scenes? Yeah, man. Yep, yep. There is so much I really like about this episode. Especially the comedy. I yeah. laughed out loud several times. There were many, like, yeah. zing. Like, there were many, yeah. like, uh? <laughs> I, I'm just going to name I think, yeah. the ones that Rattle I actually out. laughed out loud out at. Yeah. First of all, I love uh, Sokka as Detective Sokka. Yeah, it was a good um, bit. It was a good bit. <laughs> He's he's so funny and I love there's the interplay with him and Katara and Katara is trying to solve the mystery too, but he, she keeps stealing his thunder and there's the one bit they're finally figuring out what happened. The guy after her at uh, Kiyoshi Island is like describing it and basically throwing it up for them to hit the ball. Yep, yep. And, and Katara is about to answer it, and then like Sokka literally like pushes her out of the way because he's been interrupted like three times. Yeah, yeah. He's had to interrupt her. That was the the funniest part. It's of the a good. It's a good rewarding like feel mm-hmm. good bit. Some slapstick humor, and yep. I think that demonstrates how this show is just really good at balancing the two. Like the tone of Zuko's story, which is serious and you pretty, care about it, and there's yeah, pretty there's somber, some, like pretty dark. Right. Yeah, at the end, uh, this is the, my other favorite part. Was Iroh has a very sincere conversation with Zuko, basically about depression. You know that when Iroh says this, he's speaking of a from a place of someone who has been through depression before. Yeah, and this is hint. This has been hinted on, and like 
there's going to be more talking about like Iroh's backstory later on in the this season and the next season. But in previous episodes, we've learned that he has like sort of been a failed general, right? Like yeah. they, they say that he failed this bossing say uh, oh, man. thing that he was in charge of, right? And they keep talking about bossing say, still haven't seen it yet. And you know, he's kind of like the you know the second best. He was he's not the Fire Lord. His younger brother is the Fire Lord. He's seen depression. He knows it very well. And so you, when he is saying this, he's giving some really sincere advice to Zuko of like, you're going to enter a super deep place, and I can see you doing that already because he thinks he's Man, holding on show. to this hope that's not real. Yeah. Of finding the avatar. He said, that's not, we're traitors. We can't do that anymore. Yeah. There, and so, there's no, yeah. yeah you're not going to get honor either, even if you right. get avatar. Yeah. Right. And, and Iroh is a balanced enough person where even if he's completely shut off from the Fire Nation, he knows how to be happy now. Yeah. I enjoy the small things in life. But Zuko completely doesn't know how to do that. His entire motivation is about reclaiming his honor. Oh, and man. he's kind of foiled that. Oh, my God. Dude, what a good show. This is some real right. life themes. Yeah, I know. When it, when they when they said that, I'm like, this is people. A lot of people need to hear this. Yeah, dude, and respect for your like emotional maturity and worldview too. That like this is <laughs> this is like what you're drawing from it because that's that's so real. You're you're also a great human being. Ah, this is a buddy. This is a buddy show. This is a buddy podcast. You know who else is a great human being? Who? You, listener. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know which way you were going with that. <laughs> I thought you might say Iroh. I thought you might say Nikki. Like, I don't know. No. Oh, well, Nikki, obviously. Yeah, yeah. I, th- our, I don't think our, we introed her this episode. You usually we've always been forgetting. Intro- and sometimes, oh, no. like, I want to stop you, but you're already going oh, into I'm it. Sorry. I'm like, ah, shit. Nah, Nikki, Nikki's still here. She watched the episode with me. Nice. What are, What were your, some of your favorite scenes? Um, so my favorite scenes, um, man, I mean, you, you said it, like there's a lot of comedy bits here that are really great. I think another one was like pretty classic trope where Aang gets thrown into, into the, like their jail and there's all these yeah. like tattooed goons, like <laughs> rough looking guys. And then they're like threatening Aang. And then the next scene they come back to him and they're like talking about like unrequited love and like yeah. oh like you're such a catch man you're the yeah. avatar like it's a heart to heart yeah it's <laughs> drunk a, conversation it's so 3 a.m like, yeah it's not an original <laughs> bit per se but it's just like yeah. funny to see it played out in avatar form you know yeah and he, he he's like in the handcuff thing yeah yeah like, yeah the gurney thing the yeah, whole time, yeah 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 and then he just slips out of it yeah like, yeah like, <laughs> yeah that's so funny yeah um, so that was a good bit. Um, I, I gotta say the best scene in the episode, I think is really the, uh, flashback of Avatar Kyoshi, like yeah. literally bending Continence. earth and like water to create an island. Yeah. That is and lava And lava. And lava. Yeah. Molten lava. And I will say for those One Piece fans, I gotta loop it in. You <laughs> guys know episode. who I'm talking about. When Whitebeard was... Like using his – so there's a guy whose power is like pretty much manipulating gravity. Yeah. And it's pretty OP. Uh, mm-hmm. And they show something similarly epic and it's so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I thought that was pr- so badass. And then just uh, her her cameo of like Aang like going through like a swoosh and um, now we know that av- previous avatars can like project their being into this reality. Though That happened once with Roku. When he like 
twice actually. He kind of takes over Aang. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're he right. he, he actually one. like physically interacted. He did firebending, which Aang didn't know at the time. Yeah. Um, and then the, the other time to talk to the firebending master. Oh, you're right. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's why you're the Avatar mm-hmm. expert. But um, <laughs> yeah, but to, but to but to see for some reason it was like oh we know he's connected to Roku. But like mm-hmm. it almost like kind of made sense because he was the previous one. But now we know it's yeah. not like just Roka; it's like Kyoshi, which means yeah. it could theoretically be any any one of them. Um, yeah, including- I mean, when he enters the Avatar state, he does draw upon the power of all, all the past avatars. avatars. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you're right. Just a cultural call out. I do this from time to time. The hat that um, mm-hmm. I was going to mention this: the detective hat. Yeah, the, the hat that uh, Sokka was wearing. I, I don't know if this is my Korean-centric bias, but, like, it could be existent in other cultures, too. But it's definitely one of a few Korean, like, traditional hats mm-hmm. that uh, they used to wear in, like, Korean medieval times or whatever, feudal mm-hmm. times. Uh, so that was really random and cool to see. I thought I thought the hat even specifically was supposed to be for either, like, scholars or for detectives of some sort. It, I think yeah, it was it's a like, very it's clear... Like, yeah, yeah. It's like an aristocrat scholar... Right, like 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 aristocrat class, like more educated class, like scholars, yeah. Because this is simultaneously supposed to reference that and also be like a Sherlock Holmes reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he has the funny hat and like the the pipe that. No, it's a very conscious. You're right. It's a very conscious Sherlock Holmes, but like Eastern twist. Exactly. Like bit, and that's just like a really rewarding, understated little motif, and I, I just really loved it. They they don't they're not trying to call too much attention to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just nice. One other cultural bit I want to mention. Yeah, the emperor. They're in the town of uh, Shin, or is it Shin? I'm pretty sure they're trying to draw a parallel between the leader of this town and Shin Chi Huangdi, because you Mm. have this dude who is a obviously a Chinese emperor was instrumental in building or expanding the Great Wall of China and was a tyrant. Yeah, and his name is Shin, and it. In real life and in the show, it's Chin as well. So I'm, I, I think they're trying to model it after. Ooh, him. interesting, interesting, interesting. And then also interesting that they intermixed the Napoleonic. I, I mean, I, I think that was very yeah. obviously on purpose. Like you know. They, yeah, 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 yeah. His diminutive um, stature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do we have critiques on this episode? Yep, yep. Yeah, I mean, I, I do think like some of the filler parts felt very filler, and I, I was like, kind of like. Okay, mm. I'm not mad because like you're giving me enough of lore and stuff. A lot of the stuff with the townspeople and like stuff to do with like the town, I was like, I think I I usually don't multitask during the show because it, it is that good. Yeah, but I, I think I like there were some scenes where I was like phone. multitasking, like looking at my little phone bit or of Insta in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Checking those of, likes. A little bit of TikTok. Checking the TikTok likes. I'm sure you got <laughs> plenty of those, right? Uh, I, I've been pulling my foot off the gas a bit lately, but okay, all right. But mostly because I'm like go, <laughs> slipping back into workaholic mode, but. Okay. Working on the balance. It's all about balance, fam. Well, it's all about knowing yourself and what's the right for you. Hey, I mean, that that was actually one of our, uh, one of my freshman thesis before. It's all about finding the right balance. Yeah. I can't remember what episode, but that was a thesis. I wonder if we can ever get so popular like our, this goal of this podcast if you guys can't tell is not to be popular <laughs> <laughs> it's just to do it it's, it's just to do it yeah, yeah but i will say wouldn't it be funny if someone made like a review podcast episode by episode of our podcast <laughs> <laughs> like a response podcast like yeah like a first viewing of the first viewing podcast <laughs> 
the acclaimed podcast. You've all, you've all seen it. You've all heard it. Now someone is going to listen to this podcast for the first time. <laughs> That's like the, the experience of 10 people. who have <laughs> Yeah, and then the Eli of that podcast will be like, yeah, well, Eli actually said this in epi- <laughs> season one, episode 12. <laughs> Well, you haven't gotten there yet, but in season three, they're going to discuss some, you know, some things that'll tie very closely back to this episode. I'm having way too much fun with this stupid, <laughs> stupid bit. Meta commentary. Yeah. <laughs> All right, dude. What we we talked about? I opened up with a little bit of a freshman thesis, but what do you got? Yep, yep. I would probably write a thesis on the collective psychology of the news cycle. As it relates to the news cycle and mm-hmm. how we we just like variety. We want heroes followed by villains followed by heroes. Mm. They were qu- very quick to switch their opinion on A. Yeah. I mean, they, they confirmed their long-standing grudge and just like that, reversed entirely. Yeah, because it was not – as you can see through the court system, it was not about logic. It was about public opinion and telling yeah. a story. Mm. I like where this is going. This oh, is Oh, this is juicy thesis <laughs> stuff. It's How true. does it's not this relate facts. to modern politics and news and media? I mean, that's what all you know, you, you ever seen any sort of um legal TV drama, TV show, every time you hear the lawyers and they're like, "Listen, this is not about being right." This is about convincing the jury yeah. <laughs> that you are not guilty beyond a reasonable doubt. And it's about the court of public opinion, even beyond that. I mean, so that's why it's so hard to find the jury in the first place. Yeah. And if the jury is just one person, very easy to change their mind. Yeah. Dang. That's got mm. real freshman thesis, like <laughs> prescri- prescribing like and calling out the social institution. Oh, yeah. Like, it has to have some sort of social commentary to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I'm proud of this one, actually. Where did I pull yeah. that out of? I, I've, I, been, I've been sucking You were about lately. to not have one. And yeah. that was one of the best ones so far. I think the good ones really come when you just – your your you, brain isn't clenched and you're just mm-hmm. open to saying dumb shit. You just start saying something. Yeah, that's, yeah. How, that's how improv works. Uh, speaking of improv, yeah. let's – who is our sponsor this episode? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. The first thing I want to say is antidepressants and uh, oh. I don't <laughs> <laughs> what's it what's it called again that uh like xanax or like i yeah. mean it's not xanax but whatever one of those yeah ask your doctor about <laughs> oh Lexapro. no are we doing it are we committing to it <laughs> it can hey you wanted you know, improv that's where my brain went that that is appropriate entirely appropriate <laughs> but as is totally reasonable even though they're your doctor they're the experts ask them about a medication oh i got another good you. one too Go ahead. Um, today, today's episode is brought to you by Air Jordans. Why is that? Because of Kyoshi's feet. Something, feet. something there. <laughs> something about slip shoes. on size thirteen Air Jordans, like Avatar yeah. Kyoshi. She would have been size thirteen. I mean, she, I, 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 you know, she's pretty tall, so yeah, she might have some hops. Her, yeah, her boots were mm-hmm. big. <laughs> I think that's just about wraps it up. Thank you all very much for listening to this episode of Avatar, the first viewing. If you enjoy our podcast, please make sure to leave a positive review. Uh, you can do that on Apple Podcasts. I think you actually can't do that on Spotify. Really? 
So go on Apple Podcasts and do it because, you know, <laughs> that looks it makes us look good. And we like looking good. And I hope you like making us look good by doing that. So thank you again. And please make a podcast about our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the ultimate review is if you could review for 30 minutes every episode. We will shout you out if you do it. I promise. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you. And uh, we'll leave you off with a little bit of words of wisdom. Sometimes you have to go off on your own and it's scary and you don't know what it's going to lead to, but your gut tells you you have to go out there and take a chance on yourself. You should do that. You should do that. It'll lead to good things and you'll find yourself and you'll find out that you're much stronger and wiser than you thought you were. Harder, better, faster, and stronger than you before. (laughs) Basically, what I'm saying is that, 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 that don't kill you (laughs) will make you stronger. (laughs) 